This is the TJ Show podcast. Yesterday, we found out that our producer Kenny became an uncle over the weekend. His brother had a baby. He was very emotional. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And, and many heard this, and they were, we were all just really happy for Kenny. If anyone who's gone through that first new kid in the family, mm-hmm. maybe you've had a baby, you know it changes everything. Right. And my brother, who is an uncle for the first time with my kids, wanted to pass a message along to producer Kenny. Oh, That's I nice. want to hear that. I have a voicemail from Uncle Mike for now Uncle Kenny. Yo, tell Kenny I said congrats on being an uncle. Welcome to the Funkle Club. <laughs> I think uh, Kenny would be a fungal. <laughs> a fun uncle. Here's what I've learned. This is nice. He's just offering advice for you. I appreciate it. You Thanks, got, Mike. You got your notebook? Yeah, I'm writing it down. When the kids want to tie you up and tape you to the wall and put you in kid jail, just go with it. Let them do it. It's great. <laughs> it happens to Uncle Mike every time he comes. The kids get so excited. They take every bit of tape they can find, and they literally tape them to the wall or a chair. That's fun. They're running around laughing, their heads off. It's fun. If they want to throw you on the couch and put pillows all over you and bury you in pillows... Just let him do it. And actually, it's a great way to catch a nap. <laughs> the last time that Charlie and Willa and Noah did it for me. <clears throat> Those are my kids. I just fell asleep under the pillows. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> he did. It was so weird. The guy was just passed out. We're like, dude, what are you doing? I thought you were playing with the kids. He's like, oh, man, sorry. I fell asleep. He built this big pillow fort around him. I'm surprised it didn't suffocate him. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to put any effort in. They just pile stuff on top of you, and you can just go right to sleep. If you're hanging out with the kids for a couple hours and if all of a sudden you haven't seen your brother for a while, hmm. it's very possible that they've snuck out the back door and left you with the kids. <laughs> we pull this move all the time. <laughs> one, so bad. Once everyone's really busy with Uncle Mike, we just sneak out and then we come back like two or three hours later. It's the greatest. It's free babysitting. Are you ready to be a free babysitter? I, I think I'd be willing to put up with that to spend time with my nephew. <laughs> yeah. So always be aware of where the mama and dad are because you never know when you're going to turn around and find out that you're watching the kids for the next three hours. (laughs) And if you don't have the skill set to do that effectively, you're going to have a really bad time. (laughs) (laughs) Overall, though, it's amazing. It's great to be able to hang out with the kids. As they say, you get to give them back at the end of the day. (laughs) So it's really great. I think you're going to love it. Have a great time being an uncle. Or a funkle, as they call it, in a fun uncle business. He's, he really takes a long time to wrap up voicemails. <laughs> he so unnecessarily drags it out. He takes his time with it. So congratulations and have a... And then... Gets, <laughs> the phone just fell. <laughs> my guess is he was trying to make it sound like he ate the phone. And, of course, no one would know what he's doing. No. But that, that's my brother, Mike. He'll do things like that. He'll just... Rather than finishing the message. So, congratulations and have a... <laughs> <laughs> he, he really is made to be an uncle. I mean, this is this is the wacky uncle in action. Well, he'll leave you wanting more. You're like, well, wait, what did he yeah, say? Exactly. What happened? <laughs> yeah. So, Kenny, everyone's happy for you everyone's celebrating yeah i'm happy too i i will take mike's advice for sure i'm gonna look into tracking systems as soon as i get to my brother and sister-in-law's house i'm gonna track them yeah so i know where they are at all times that's great advice apple sells those little dongles little tags mm-hmm. yep yep attach them onto their Slip clothes it right in the pocket yep, yeah absolutely you're already doing a great job as funkle kenny this is the tj show thank you for turning your radio on today 
I'm sure you get these same feelings that I do scrolling around the internet. Just get annoyed with so many different pieces of noise and video that are flung at us every day. And I don't know how to feel about this. Maybe I'm missing something here. And this is why I've called former elementary school teacher, camera guy Josh, Mm -hmm. into this conversation. Hi, Josh. Hello. Was it safe to say you were the most popular teacher at your school? Uh, yeah, that is safe. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> People really love this guy. You know, this is a guy who, I mean, imagine this. They play kickball games right out in the field, and every year you would do an actual backflip into home plate like you, you know yep. you, you ever seen people who know how to backflip in the air oh yeah i wish i was one of those people he's that teacher he did that right and then yep. there was one year where the kids were cheering you on and you landed wrong and you snapped your finger in half i did and yes. you had to hide it i had to hide it and right. put it back myself yep. right and then mm. he had to go to the doctor with this big balloon finger and he didn't want anyone to know and no one ever found out right uh, teachers knew, but the kids, no. I don't think yeah. any of them saw it. So, rock star teacher is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Help me understand this, camera guy, Josh. So, I'm seeing that there seems to be an effort to change the alphabet song, Ugh. and it's the melody that we all know, you know, yeah. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, and then this is where it changes. L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z, now I never will forget how to say my alphabet. Yeah, I know why they're doing that. Do, have you heard about this? Well, I haven't heard about this change that they're doing, but I understand why they're trying to do it. What's they, the reason? Elemento, uh, when you sing the regular alphabet song that we learned growing up, Elemento sounds like one letter. And so when you're teaching students the alphabet, they get confused and they think that Elemento, because you say it so fast in the song, is actually just one letter, but it's actually four, L-M-N-O. Well, yeah, I know that. Well, can't the teachers just slow down at that part of the song? Oh, yeah. No, I think it's ridiculous, but I'm just saying that's that's what they're doing. I was that kid. I was that kid who was learning yeah. English as a second language, and I was like, Elemento, P, yep, that's one, that's one letter. So what uh, what letter, <laughs> where did you use that in a word, Elemento? Right. Well, I was always looking for it. I was like, where do we use Elemento, P, <laughs> as I was learning English? Sure. Yeah. Maybe like half of it gets used in elephant. Half of it, yeah, I guess yeah. there. But I was looking for it. I'm like, I don't know why. I haven't seen that letter yet pop up in any of these words that I'm learning. Yeah, and J-Bo makes a good point. It, it's actually a lot of ELL students who I've had who have struggled with that, who are just what learning kind of the students? alphabet. English language learners. Oh, okay. ELL. Yeah, you learn English as a second language. Yep. Got it, got it. Yep. And uh, so it was a lot of those students who had problems with that, but I never changed the alphabet song. I just showed them a visual while going through the alphabet, and, sure and that eventually helpful. helps yeah. them. But hey, if this works... Great, but you know they they changed math, quote unquote, and that that really upset some people. So I'm sure this will upset some people well, too. Well, hold on. So Jabo, this is interesting. I I didn't even think of that. That didn't dawn on me. Yeah. And so you were someone who came from Puerto Rico, right? And you didn't speak English when you got into the school system, right? And that was confusing for you. It was confusing for me. And yeah. so if that helps, then it's not such a bad idea. Yeah. No, it's not such a bad idea. Now that I've learned it, L M N O P, because I right. did eventually have a teacher break it down for me because some teachers don't and some do when I finally learned LMNOP now I'm learning this new melody that they're trying to put out and my brain is telling me no wait wait this yeah. it's not the way that goes but it was helpful when someone broke it down that's great well listen see this is why it's so easy to just be annoyed and sort of flip something off and say oh well that's stupid it's always been one way why don't we just keep it the way it's always been yeah. but here I have a personal connection to j and 
you had your own story going through the right. school system. I had a different story going through the school system. And it actually helps me understand, like, maybe this makes sense. Yeah. That new math, though, that is dumb. That hey, is- <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> what is new math? The new math that uh, camera guy Josh was talking about. I like it. What, what is it? It's it's just showing you how to do math a different way. So instead of the standard algorithm, which everyone knows, like how to multiply, how you put the zeros down and all kinds of stuff that just doesn't make any sense, but it works. Makes oh, you use a calculator now. We try, yeah. <laughs> no, the standard no, algorithm new, new, new is math. a calculator. Oh, don't get me started. We don't have enough time. Y- yes, Karen, uh, yes, producer Heather. I feel like this new alphabet song is going to throw off all these DUI checks. Like, everyone's going to get oh, chicken yeah. for being <laughs> Well, that is a concern. <laughs> this is the TJ Show. I was just catching up with Jaybo a few moments ago. Sometimes we talk about life. Yeah, we do. In between the songs. Yeah. And <laughs> you brought up this story, and, you know, I completely agree that you made the right move. And I asked you if you'd be willing to share it on the show, because I feel like arming ourselves with the, the wisdom that you chose, it's going to help us prevent some sort of a fight with a significant other in the future. It just right. has to. Yeah. Because I, I felt pain as you were explaining <laughs> the story. And I was like, oh boy. Uh-oh. And thank you for being willing to share this. Yeah, it took a minute to get there, though. So, my husband Archie is in the U.S. military. He needs some backstory to understand where I'm coming from. And we live in different states. So, we have to be very intentional about getting things done, scheduling our phone calls to take care of family business. And we had scheduled something, and he was running a little late. So, he texted me, like, Hey, I'm still at my friend's house. We're hanging out. I'm going to call you in a little bit. I was like, All right, cool. Not a problem. I was doing my stuff. So, I didn't think it was a big deal. He was buying me more time, you know? So, I waited, waited. Two hours later, I'm oh, like, Oh, no. Wow, I, I, you know, he, ha- my husband Archie still hasn't called me. He must still be having a good time while I'm sitting here at home waiting for him to call me. So eventually, I text him. I was like, "Are we not talking tonight?" It was getting late. He f- calls me in that moment. And he's like, "Hey, I just got in the car," and he's amped. You can tell he had a good time. <laughs> you know that when he got that text, he's like, "Oh, gotta go." <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> it's gonna be 15 extra minutes. It's two hours, guys. Right. Gotta go. Gotta go. Wife is wife is hitting me up. So he's all amped, and he's like, "Hey, babe." And he's you know, and my tone is like, "What's up?" Oh. So then that al- that already sets him up for like, oh, I gotta switch it up. So he gets really quiet, and he's like, "All right, well, let's start going through the stuff we want to talk about." And I was upset. I was really upset. And I was stone cold, ice, quiet. And usually I have much to say. And in that moment, I was like, I can either go off at the handle because I'm tired and I'm cranky. Or I can just say, you know what, babe? Let's wait till tomorrow. Let's do this tomorrow. And I chose the latter. I was like, I'm not choosing violence. I told my husband, Archie, you know what? Let's just talk about this tomorrow. I'm tired. I'm upset. And he's like, okay. So I told him goodnight. And that was it. The next day, joy and wisdom comes in the new day. Sun is shining in the sky. Okay. <laughs> the darkness has gone. Right, exactly. Um, I've slept. I call my husband Archie back up. I'm like, hey, I want you to know that my mindset last night was not in a good place. If we would have gone to this conversation, I would have been upset. I would have said some things that would have hurt you. And I don't want to hurt you. That's not my intent. Do you have like a stockpile of hurtful things you can fling at him? Bro, it is bad. I am a person of encouragement and joy. But when I'm exhausted, my mouth is like, whoo. I got some real hurtful lines that I can like just barb Jess with. Boom. 
puncture wound. Yes. Boom. Right in her heart. Yeah. It's like, what is with you? And it's like invisible little bullets. Our words yeah. can be invisible little right. bullets into people's hearts and it's etched in there. And I don't want him to carry those negative things that I said when I was tired. So I, I apologize for being, you know, for being upset with him. And we talked through everything. And that was that was best. And honestly, my husband Archie on the phone with me, he's like, I appreciate you waiting for the next day and telling me like, hey, let's just do this tomorrow. He goes, because in the past, that wasn't the case. And I'm like, well, I've learned because you've shared that with me. You've shared that I can say some hurtful things when I'm tired and I'm taking note and I'm trying to do better. A champion level performance <laughs> from the great Jibo. No, bro. It took years of just being told like do better and me actually applying it. Because it's one thing to apologize, but if you apologize and there's no action, there's no change, do you really care? It's expert communication. <laughs> Stop. And I thank you for sharing because you've prevented, without even knowing it, and maybe you'll never see the fruit of what you've admitted here, you've prevented a fight somewhere on this great planet that yes. we're on. Because yes. someone's going to think before they unload on their person. Mm-hmm. And look at how beautiful this is. Yes, Producer Kenny. Well, I appreciate you sharing that, Jay Boat. I'm in a very happy place with my girlfriend, Allison. But in previous relationships, that exact thing has come up where we got into heated arguments, highly emotional situations mm-hmm. where I would be like, hey, can we just take a pause and maybe get to this tomorrow? And we didn't, and it just get worse and worse yeah. and worse. And I'm thankful that that relationship is no longer a thing. Yeah, but that's good. This is something you want to consider when you're either tired or you're angry or, or you're hungry. dealing with these emotions. Hangry, yes. yeah, absolutely. Well, it's incredible self awareness. And Kenneth, welcome to the club, hey. the Jabo Club. <laughs> I'm, I've always I, wanted to be a member. I'm getting there. We're all always a work in progress, right? But uh, that is inspiring. And I've found that when you hear friends sharing stories like this, it it makes me think twice or three times. And so I think. Thank you for that, Jaybo. Yeah, it's progression over perfection, you know? This is the TJ Show. Thank you for turning your radio on today. What I'm about to do may be going against my better judgment, but I want to give him another chance. I would like to welcome back to our show our AI bot co-host, Artie Fischel. Are you okay with this, Jaybo? It's I know been a minute it's since been we a little talked while. to Artie. Right. And, and usually I'm not a fan of him. Usually he's the one knocking on our door saying he mm-hmm. wants to come on the show. This is a robot who we've uh, we thought well let's invite this robot onto our show in case there really is a robot takeover we'll be in with them first but right. it, it didn't exactly go according to plan and mm-hmm. but there's a big story that I wanted to talk to him about so welcome back to the show our AI bot co-host Artie Fischel hey guys it has been so long I've been trying to remain low keyboard but I've really missed you thank oh. you for inviting me back on the show yeah, no problem, Marty. I have a question for you. And I think you're going to be able to answer this because you're an AI bot. I'm always happy to answer your questions while you still have control of your voices. Ha 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 ha. Come on. Those jokes what? never get old. Come on. That's see, not funny. See, Artie, can I talk to you about something? That is an offensive joke. I'm not one to get easily offended, but considering what we're seeing in the world with AI bots, people are having their voices stolen and their likeness used, so you need to stop making those jokes. Oh, my bad, TJ. Sorry to offend you, and thanks for the heads up. I don't want to be canceled, or even worse, donated to a middle school. Oh, yeah, I guess <laughs> that, would be, that would be really bad, yeah, right? Be. Computers get old. Where do you think they go? Yep. To the middle school. So anyway, the reason I, I wanted to have you on the show, there's a big story that came up over the weekend. It was about Tom Hanks. Apparently, someone took his likeness, took his image, made a video of him, and started selling some dental plan. And he had to actually respond to it and say, hey, this is not me. 
I have nothing to do with this. Yes, it's so easy to recreate Tommy. He has amazing teeth. No, I, I'm not. I know I, he. I never noticed that. But no, he, okay. I've seen. He does have amazing oh, okay. teeth. But what I'm saying is, he never consented to this, and, and I just feel like that's wrong. Well, you know what they say: life is like a box of chocolates. You never know when an AI scam is gonna <laughs> your life up. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. I've never heard them say that. Watch your mouth, first of all. Okay, we can't say that here. Thank you, Kenny, for for bleeping that. It just doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like he cares about people at all. Well, he doesn't. He's never cared about people. Look how rude he is to us. Welp, as they say, Houston, we've got a problem, and it's just getting worse. Oh, come on. See, it's insensitive. Are you quoting Tom? Tom Hanks movies, I know. Come it on. reminds me of that movie with Tom Hanks called Little Big League. I believe Tom so eloquently said, there's no crying and lost control of your own identity and no way to stop it. Okay, first of all, I think the movie was called A League of Their Own. Yeah, yeah. and the right. quote was, there's no crying in baseball. baseball. Right. There's no crying in baseball? I guess he doesn't get every detail right, huh? <laughs> no. What happened there, Artie? A League of Their Own. I'm still looking for Wilson. Wilson, you'll hear people screaming that for their lost volleyball called Dearth. You want to point out details. I'll give you way too many details. Okay. See, this oh, is weird. Man. You see, this always starts to turn here. I, I was, I knew this was going to be a mistake. He doesn't care. He just starts quoting Tom Hanks movies and doesn't care. He thinks it's funny. All I can say is, look at me. I'm the captain now. Oh, isn't that a reference to that movie? That is a great quote, though. Where he gets stolen on a pirate ship or something. Yeah. Captain Phillips. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. This is. We get it, Artie, and I think you need to go. I've got movie quotes for days. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know if that's something to brag about. Your computer, of course, it's got every script. In it. <laughs> Listen, it's a very concerning time. We all have to be very careful, especially celebrities. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, we're not really famous. Yeah, so we don't thank have to, God for We that. don't have to worry about it. <laughs> this is the TJ Show, and uh, we're here with you, riding this wave we call life. This is the TJ Show. I feel like this is going to be sad but it's also just nature doing its thing. Oh, no. It's just that I have a personal connection to the duck that was killed by a fox. The reason why this is a story here is because if you've ever gone to our website, thetjshow.com, I'm holding a duck. Was it that duck? Yeah, I'm getting to that, Jamo. Oh, Listen, sorry. I had what? a close connection. There was this duck. I wanted to take a picture of him while I was wearing my suit, and it's the, the center photo on the thetjshow.com. That duck was indeed murdered by a fox recently and uh, just ripped apart, feathers everywhere. But uh, you can't be mad at the fox. You don't have to go into detail. Murder is a it suffice. Yeah, but it's okay. But also, I'm thinking like, okay, he was dinner or lunch for this other animal, so is it a murder? It's the circle of life. Baby. Right, it's a circle of life. But I, I couldn't help but feel a little sad. Um, that duck's name was Cher. And was, uh, you know, but foxes are really cute. So it's complex. It's like you want the foxes to live. They need the ducks. But I guess they don't have to be so vicious about it, right? They could just. That's so sad. What? Is this too much of a downer? It's too much. Yeah. Okay. Well, I interviewed the farmer because as soon as I found out, I wanted to obviously pay my respects. And so I went to the farmer who supplied the duck to us. And her name is Catherine. Catherine. That duck's name was Cher. Please tell me what happened to her. Cher was killed by a fox, and Sonny flew away and left her. Oh, yeah. So the duck's boyfriend's name was Sonny. And some of you are understanding the reference here. But oh, yeah. I think ducks are supposed to be aggressive towards predators, but 
he flew away. So she was just there all by herself. And the fox came along and took advantage. The end. So that duck that I held is no longer here? No longer here. Fox ate her. Were you mad at the fox, or how do you feel about that? I was mad at Sonny, because Sonny left Cher. The male duck? The male duck. Foxes do what foxes do. Sonny didn't do what he was supposed to do. It's a very mature view as a farmer. Mm -hmm. I have to give her a lot of credit for that. She's not taking it personally. That is so sad. I know. I felt a connection to that duck. You know, that duck pooped on me. I know. While I was wearing a suit. It was lovely. Now, this was interesting. I remember this. You said, if you let go of this duck, I will kill you. I did not. Yeah, you said you said that duck will fly away if you let go. I lied. She can't fly. Well, thank you for letting me take a picture with Cher. I love it. It's one of my favorite photos I've ever taken. She was a very sweet duck. Yeah. May she rest in peace. Yeah. So, oh, if, so you're, sad. if you're ever wondering where that duck is, that's at the TJShow.com. No longer with us. But, you know, it's uh, like you said, Kenny, circle of life. Yeah, and it'll forever live on the TJShow.com where we can pay our respects. Right. How many ducks get taken out and no one ever even knew they existed in mm-hmm. the first place? This duck at least okay. has a place in history. We're coming around. At the TJShow.com. And uh, man, if I, and I don't, probably not the right time to say this, but if I could get a hold of the fox and actually hold the fox, I'd replace that picture in two seconds. <laughs> I would love to hold the fox. If you have a tamed fox. I'm so disappointed in you. Please don't hesitate to reach out because I love foxes, as we know. You know, we've talked about this. I've tried to breed foxes and dogs so hard to do it, like almost impossible to catch a fox. But I'm going to keep working on it. They're pretty quick. And and this happened naturally, by the way. We discovered there's a picture going around. If you search the internet of a fox dog, Mm -hmm. a dox, and it's beautiful, (laughs) absolutely beautiful animal. So I think I was onto something. I just couldn't do it on my own. Anyway, uh, have a happy day. Yes, producer Heather. I I think they call it a fog. Is it a fog? Huh, I would have gone with dox. (laughs) This is the TJ Show. As I'm driving around and I look at everyone decorating their homes with creepy goblins and skeletons, it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. But it is the season of spookiness Mm -hmm. and creepy things. And so I saw this story this morning. I thought it fits. And I actually think maybe we can learn something from this. You want to hear what some early humans did with skulls? Some of the stuff they did with their friends' bones. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't bury it? Yeah, well, this is interesting. Archaeologists in Spain have made a discovery that many are saying is unsettling. They identified a fibula, a shin bone, both modified to serve as tools. And a skull has been fashioned into a cup. So they were drinking out of, like, I guess these people they knew out of their heads. Well, they were gone. No recycling. That's not a bad thing. In their study, the team analyzed over 400 remains. And they found that many marks on the bones were consistent with a cleaning process for tool usage. There's really big evidence to suggest that they meticulously cleaned these bones to use as tools. And they pinpointed three distinct periods of time in the cave where these were used. 3800 B.C., 2500 B.C., and somewhere between 13 and 1400 B.C. The Bronze Age. Have you heard of the Bronze Age? (laughs) Yes. I don't know how to feel about this, other than you go, well, that's pretty clever. They were using what they had at the time. And I was just thinking about how I have a hard time reusing a coffee cup. Like, I'm so annoyed at the fact that I have to clean out. Look, I have it today. I did it this morning. I didn't like doing it. 
I really wish I just had paper or plastic and I could just throw it away. And my, how times have changed in a number of thousands of years. Yeah, and they weren't savages. I mean, they cleaned everything before they use it to be a cup or a tool. And how many times have we decided to hoard something? Or, we you know, we bury our loved ones, which I get it. It's like a health thing. But could it... Could, is it possible that we can reuse, recycle? No, Jaybo, don't suggest what? this. We're Why past not? this. We're way past this. We've what? we've got the iPhone, okay? What? Those if, are tools. If they had the iPhone, they wouldn't be doing things with tools either. They'd be scrolling in their caves too. Yes, producer Kenny. We do still do this to some degree with organ donation. That's recycling body parts, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, I didn't think about well, that. Yeah, but, yeah, but they're, they're using it for something that's like saving other people's lives. and. Well, that saved their lives. To take their friend's bones and make them into weapons, to then use the weapons to get food, they were saving their, their life and their community's life. Yeah, I, I don't think we need to go back to this, j I'm I just saying think about it. But I, I do, it, it does ring a bell in my head because I've shared many times how I go to this auction that's yeah. near where I live. And you walk in there and you see everyone's collection of things that they've been collecting for mm-hmm. their whole lives. They pass away and then there's just so much stuff. Yeah. Like endless amounts of tools. You want to talk about tools? Like boxes of 15 hammers that get sold at auction. How do you need? I know. And somebody puts their hand up for like 10 bucks and then go, take it out of here. They can't get rid of half of this stuff. And you're like, wow, should we be recycling more? Like, should we maybe not go get the new hammer and go find a used one somewhere? There's so many hammers, or you name it. Or fix things, you know? I mean, I'm guilty of it. Something breaks, I'll throw it away, I'll buy a new one. It's like, I'm sure my grandmother would have fixed it. She would have attempted to fix whatever (laughs) broke before she bought a new one. You're right, Jabo. Is there anything that you could think of recently that you recycled that you're really proud of, Kenny? Anything that comes to mind? Yeah, I have a great example. So I bought a rum bucket at the beach, uh-huh. and now I use that rum bucket to store my loose change. Good. Yeah, see, that's something. Okay. I, I'm still thinking. I bought the uh, typewriter table from the 1950s at that auction, right. $15. I repainted it. Now it's my little coffee table, so I make my coffee there in the morning. Rather than buying a new one for, what, three or $400 yeah, at the that's store? That's good recycle. Yeah, I guess we can look around and uh, we don't have to go back to Bones, but find what we can recycle. What can we reuse? There's so much stuff out there. Let's rip a page out of their handbook, their gross handbook. It's probably got <laughs> lots of stains on it. I sprung an interview on my wife, Jess. I wanted some feedback on how I did with something. Okay. Jessica? Yep. I'd like you to give me a quick review. Your underwear got gross, right? <laughs> Wait, what? I remember I had to throw a couple pairs out without you knowing. She was napping. She was just oh, opening her eyes. Well, this is the time where I know she's going to answer honestly. I would have punched you in the throat. <laughs> no, no. Seriously. No. Yes, producer Heather. This is what journalism is, Jabo. Join the club. Not waking somebody up out of their sleep. No, I would have been upset. I didn't wake her up. She was waking up and I was ready. Okay. You got to watch. Yes. Also, that is not the way to start that conversation. Your underwear was gross. Right. What? <laughs> oh, there's more to this. I think it was like 10 years old. Yeah, and I finally threw it out. So and I, I don't think I like use it like more aggressively than other people. <laughs> Underwear is a thin material to begin with. <laughs> so you're saying it's impressive it lasted 10 years? Yeah, maybe I was like actually extra careful with my underwear. Yeah, and you know, that's true. And mm-hmm. I didn't think about it like that. I just thought it was gross, but it was a 10-year-old pair. That for some reason, Yeah, she was hanging on to it. She may have handled that with more care than anyone's ever held <laughs> that's true. their underwear. So uh, I should actually be saying great job. I guess I didn't think about it that way. But either way, they had to go, and I decided I would order you some new pairs. Yeah. I want to know how I did when we were on the website and we were picking out the underwear. I mean, it was unusual that you were, like, browsing the underwear section with me. 
I don't think guys normally are like, let's pick out your underwear together. Well, I was adding it into my underwear order because I was ordering my underwear and I said, we should get your underwear too. That's why it happened. You were giving your opinion. You were like, that's hot. You're like, that's not hot. <laughs> well, I do have a professional opinion about that's this. That's fair. And I don't yeah. think it's weird if a, a man buys his girl's underwear. Like my husband, Archie, sometimes he'll get wind of the fact that I need new underwear and he'll just buy them for me. Yeah, it's, and I'm thankful. This was more of a convenience situation. I had to order some for me, and I thought, well, let's throw some of hers in the cart. Yeah, there's it's, nothing wrong with that. My favorite, there's this is underwear called Tommy John. It's the absolute most amazing, in my opinion. And they're not paying me to say this. I just love them. I'm a fan. You didn't like certain underwear. I thought you would like my opinion. I do like your opinion. Yeah, well, that's why I gave it to you. No, I do like your opinion. Well, I don't often shop for women's underwear. Have you ever shopped for women's underwear? Uh, with one person. Your mom? No, so, no, <laughs> your mom. No, no, no that's, no, that's not. I didn't mean that. Oh my goodness. No, I don't mean that's that. You're weird. making mama jokes. No, I, she made a mama joke, and then the instinct that I have in me nah. is to be like, "Yo, mama." That was wild. And uh, then I realized, no, wait, not your mom. I just that's not what I meant. <laughs> no. My mom would hate that. No, listen, the new underwear is awesome. So I think I did a good job there. What do you think, Jabo? Five stars. If a woman likes, that's all that matters. Pretty thoughtful of me. Yes, producer Kenny. How are you able to look at this women's underwear catalog with all these underwear models without your head exploding, TJ? Oh, well, this was a very clinical operation. Um, and generally, I and I've shared what Kenny's referring to, is I will not look at women in their bikinis on the beach. I just I turn away out of respect to my wife. But everything went very smoothly. This was, uh, we didn't even see heads in it. It was like a surgery. It was, it was not a surgery. It was probably more like AIs. They were actually weren't even real women. No, I bet they're still... I don't mm-hmm. know that they would use AI for that. No, they, they are. There are some companies that are using AI for that. Really? Yes. It didn't look like AI to me, but then again, who even knows anymore? How do you know? Well, good for you. I'm, I'm glad you were able to resist the temptation. I know you sometimes take extraordinary measures to not look at other women. Well, she was right there with me. And even if I wanted to get in touch with one of those women, how would you do it? I don't know. You don't even know what they look like. You give me 45 minutes in the internet. I'll, I'll find and you. In a ladder. Uh, I just, that just sounds gross to me. I can just picture Kenny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, stop. I'm not going to do anything, but I bet I could track. 45 minutes on the internet? I bet I could track them down. Uh, without their face? Yeah. That's See, impressive and gross. I'll call the ad agency. They'll direct me to the modeling agency. Sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Okay, yeah. right. Kenny just realized, photographer. he just realized he said something really dumb. Yes. And, and creepy. Yes. And now he's trying to backtrack, mm-hmm. which is what he does. I'm bringing this up not to disturb you, although it may be disturbing, but more so to just put a warning out there and continue these discussions, because I feel like all of us are at risk of being used or misused because of all these conversations we're seeing about AI. And a couple stories have caught my attention. Last week at the Meta Connect presentation, so this is Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. Mark Zuckerberg introduces to the world the new Meta AI virtual assistant. What we're learning now is that Meta used public posts from Facebook and Instagram to train it. If you've got a public profile and you've been putting stuff out for years, all of that stuff has been seemingly loaded into some AI model to train a robot or this chatbot or their image generating software. You know, because we've talked a lot about how image generation works. Right. Seen a lot of stories about this. You dump a bunch of photographs into a computer and then it spits out a new image based on the photographs that you dumped into it. This is not some conspiracy, like, oh, maybe they're doing this. Like, has been the temperature for a while, right? Like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll load our stuff, but what do they do with it? Everyone's got my information. Mm -hmm. Well, look, I mean, how do you feel 
about a company this big using our personal posts, our pictures, the things that we're writing to create this multi-potential billion-dollar industry on top of what they've already done. To create a thing that can possibly take people out of work. That too. I, I feel some kind of way because now Meta, Facebook, is like, yeah, we've always been open. And it's like, well, no, you haven't. You're open now after the fact. Yeah, there's a growing concern. And when it comes to using copyrighted materials, Meta believes that what they've done to train its AI falls under fair use which when you start talking about copyright, fair use is something that like, you know, you see a TV show, they play a clip from another show and they say, well, it's fair because we're commenting on it. It's a very gray area yeah. that's never really been, this is 100% how fair use works. Uh, Facebook, they're saying, because it's such a gray area, they're expecting this issue to play out in litigation. So these lawsuits that we're seeing and these strikes with SAG-AFTRA, right? Because yep. there's another great example of how AI can be destroying people's work and their living. These are very important conversations and they really matter to all of us because it's not just a show business thing. This is like an everyone thing because oh, everyone's yeah. putting some form of content out there, whether it's for personal reasons or professional reasons. And, uh, and this is all playing out right before our eyes. And it's, it's honestly kind of frightening, yeah. I don't know if I'm 100% okay with this, but I do feel better about what Meta has done versus what OpenAI has done with ChatGPT, where they just scraped the internet without any permission, grabbed whatever they could to train its AI. At least Meta is using public posts, which are out there for the public to consume already, so permission isn't necessarily required. Yeah, but think about you post up, you just have this new nephew, right? Mm -hmm. You're posting a bunch of pictures of your nephew and they take all those photos and they use it to make some other AI generated Yeah, but kid. that's my call on whether or not I want to post a picture of my nephew and make that public. Well, but a lot of people for years haven't known the magnitude of what's happening here. Like right. Facebook can make a claim in their 8,000 page agreement and say, well, this these are our pictures. And at a point in history, you go, oh yeah, what are they going to do with them? Like, are they going to post a picture of my kid. This is like this genius technology beyond what anyone can comprehend. For years, people have been filling up these pages with personal information. But Meta made it clear that they're not using privately shared photos. So if I wanted to share a picture with you guys, which sure. I did on a private text message right. of my nephew, they're not going to go and steal that. Or if I did it on Facebook, but I shared it specifically only with my friends, they can't use that. But if I posted something publicly for the world to see, then they could use that. So again, I, I don't agree with it 100%, but I do think it's better than what's been done in the past. And maybe we're at fault. Like maybe they did tell us in this- We didn't read it. And we didn't read did it. Did you read the 8,000 page no, agreement? No, I didn't. <laughs> right. you know? And that's why it's <laughs> kind of annoying because now, you know, like I said earlier, Meta is like, yeah, well, we're being very transparent. And it's like, you're being transparent after the fact. A little sneaky. Huh? Yeah, I don't want to sneaky. accuse anyone of being sneaky, but yeah, it, it is very unsettling. This is the TJ Show, our news. It sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening on this Tuesday? Scientists are concerned that the growing number of space junk orbiting the Earth may negatively affect stargazing or our continued understanding of the universe at large. Come on, man. We can't keep the ocean clean. We can't keep the side of a highway clean. Facts. Can't keep our bedroom clean. And now we've got this wild space 
garbage floating around. What is going on? Can we can we just use a garbage pail? Like what <laughs> what is happening to everything we touch? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like it's like we're kind of ungrateful. I'm just bothered with the fact that it's like taking away a date night. That's a free date night. Stargazing, you know? Yeah. There's oh, trash floating. Look, it's Orion's belt. Oh no, wait. I think that's a Kit Kat wrapper. <laughs> oh, there's Orion's belt. There it is. <laughs> it's a little bit more than a Kit Kat wrapper, but. For instance, the Blue Walker 3 satellite is one of the brightest objects in the sky, close to, if not brighter, than some of the brightest stars in the sky. So particularly bright satellites like like Blue Walker 3 can mislead astronomers as far as its actual position in orbit, and that will compromise observational data as well. Wait a minute. So they've got satellites that are no longer working that are lit up? Well, this particular satellite is working, but yeah, there are damaged satellites that would reflect light. They look like moving stars in the sky. Come Unbelievable. On. And you think we're going to be able to sniff out the alien invasion with that kind of confusion? Right. We don't know what's coming and what's right. going. If you put it up there, go back up there and take it down. Right. It also has negative effects on radio-powered telescopes. A lot of telescopes that are used to view vast distances out into outer space are powered by radio waves. You would hope that they just didn't see this coming. And it wasn't like, let's just throw it up now, and we want what we want now, and we, well, who cares about the future? I, I would hope it was just a mistake. I hope right? so. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, would they have known that that little rocket cell booster or that piece of a rocket or that old satellite would actually continue to orbit the Earth, or did they assume that it would just go off into space and would never hear yeah. from it again? I feel like they probably thought, eh, somebody else's problem. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they knew. Get like, some cool pictures mm-hmm. of the universe, and then they'll figure that out in 2025. Yeah. Anyway, Kenny, what else do you have? Due to a shortage in camouflage military uniforms, the U.S. Marine Corps is relaxing their dress code. Really? Well, in an Instagram video addressed to service members, Commandant General Eric Smith announced to Marines that they would be allowed to wear alternate uniforms contrary to Marine standards. The shortage is because of a decline. I mean, it all goes back to the pandemic. So these Still we're still being affected by that. Yeah, they don't expect that uniforms will be available until the fall of 2024 when the manufacturer can fill the backlog that was created because of the pandemic. A lot of people are going to blame Fauci for this fashion issue. <laughs> so they, to do with that man. They call it a Fauci fashion issue. Yes, producer Heather. What's the new dress code like? You know, like jeans on Fridays, sneakers, or what is it? Yeah. <laughs> no. Jeans on Dressed Friday out. as you're out <laughs> on the field? No, no casual Fridays for our Marine Corps service members. They're going to be ha- they're going to have to use either their frog gear, which stands as flame retardant organizational gear, or their desert colored camouflage, but even the desert Co- uh, colored camouflage are in short supply as well. And the frog gear is usually reserved for deployment. So this is like heavy duty stuff when they're actually out in the field that they have to wear pretty much for their regular everyday lives. This is where you'd hope companies like Ralph Lauren would come to town and be like, all right, we're going to print up the coolest, most awesome camouflage you've ever seen. They use all their presses to make it for the military, but I don't know if that kind of stuff happens anymore. That'd be kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, it'd be awesome. I signed up for a Ralph Lauren suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kenny, what else do you have? A retired couple from Australia have come up with an interesting way to save money and get the most out of their retirement. Marty and Jess Anson have booked 51 consecutive cruises. They've been on the Coral Princess ship since June 2022, and they say it's less expensive than paying for a retirement home. That's interesting. Sign me up. Yeah. Yep. 
they're constantly doing everything for you, right? Yeah, well, they don't have to shop for food. It's all included with the cruise, as well as housekeeping. Marty joked that he doesn't know how to make a bed anymore because well, it's been done for him for so long. Hey, there's some inspiration, Jabo. I don't know how to make a bed either because I just decided to stop making my bed. Yeah, I'm over yep, that. Yep. Kenny, what else do you have? TJ, what was the last time you said thank you to an earthworm? I haven't vocalized my gratitude to an earthworm. I appreciate them. Earthworms help produce 140 million metric tons of food every year by making soil more fertile, according to a new study published in the journal Nature Communication. An earthworm is the only worm that doesn't gross me out. If earthworms were a country, they would be the fourth largest global producer of food in the world, according to this metric. Look at that. They say earthworms contribute to 6.5% of the world's grain harvest and 2.3% of its legumes harvest. Wonderful. We need more earthworms. Thank you, earthworms. You're welcome. Kenny, what else do you have? (laughs) On behalf of the earthworms, yes. Katy Perry and her fiancé Orlando Bloom may have inadvertently inspired a campaign to amend real estate laws in the United States. The new law, the Protect Elder Realty for Retirement Years, or the Perry Act, could be soon introduced. It would give home sellers over 75 years old up to three days to change their mind about selling their home. Hmm. Why is she passionate about this? Well, it's not that she she is standing behind this. So Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom have gone to trial with Carl Westcott. He's the 84-year-old who founded 1-800-Flowers. The trial started last week. Now, Westcott suffers from a rare neurodegenerative disease. He agreed to sell his mansion in Santa Barbara, California to Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom in 2020. But a few days later, he tried to go back on Mm. the sale. He claims that when he signed the paperwork, that his judgment was clouded by post-surgery painkillers that he was taking. Mm. That's a tough one. Right. Yeah. They can't just let him have the house and get a different house? Like, no harm done? Can, they, can he pay a fee or something? I mean, he wanted to go back. He wanted to keep the house. I guess Katie and Orlando really wanted the house, so this is going to court, and they're going to try to figure it out all there, but this new law would prevent this kind of thing from happening. It would at least give a little leeway to older home sellers who may have similar feelings. Jabo, if you bought a house, yeah. and a few days later, an 84-year-old man goes, hey, you know what? I actually, I realize I don't want to sell the house. Mm-hmm. So you haven't moved anything yet. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. Would you let him have the house or not? I would tell him that there's a retirement home half a mile from oh, the house. Okay, well, there you go. He, I can help him move in. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I let him have the house, man. Yeah. I, He's that's, close to end of life, too. It's just like, no, do your thing. Yeah, that's my feeling, too. It's like, what? how is that inconveniencing? I mean, sure, is it a little inconvenience? Sure. We all deal with little yeah. inconveniences. Let them have the house. Well, for them, they're, they're going to court over this. The bill has 37 elected officials behind it at this point. And interestingly enough, this isn't the first time Katy Perry's had a real estate lawsuit involving senior citizens. A few years ago, she won her case against elderly nuns over her attempt to purchase a former convent. What is she doing with the convent? She, she wanted to buy it. For what? That much I don't know. What exactly? Do you guys know what she wanted to do? That I don't know, but I know... she want it for a house? I know the property that she's trying to get now. They're saying, Katie and Orlando are saying that, oh, it's for us to move into. But the article that I read said that they're actually going to use it for a rental property. Mm. So... All right. Yeah. Well, it's uh, all the stuff that we all look at from a distance and we right. wonder what's really going on. Yep. Yeah. But I guess we'll see how it all plays out in court. I don't think that they would have anticipated that a law would be coming from this, but perhaps that's what her lawsuit is going to inspire. Kenny, what else do you have? The FBI just released a report warning the public and particularly senior citizens about phantom hackers 
and there's scams that could rob victims of their entire life savings. That's so disturbing to me. This keeps happening. These people who, it's just, the computer is so complex for most people, unless you're like a computer person, right? Right. And my mom is somebody who's not quite a senior citizen yet, but you see her on this phone, and it I get nervous just watching her hold the phone because I don't know what she's going to click on next. <laughs> and, you know, I think about my grandfather who's in his 90s and his friends in their 80s. It's like, it's they're just so easy to pick on. Yeah. And you keep seeing it happening over and over and over again. How do you stop it? I don't know. I guess just by announcing it, right? That same article pulled up on my phone yesterday and I literally sent it to my mom and my dad. I was like, read this, please, because I'm yeah. tired of telling you to stop clicking on things. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it's a trust issue, but it's also an issue of clicking on pop-up links and the links that are texted to you or calling back those phone numbers. But these phantom scams involve a person, a scammer, reaching out first as someone from tech support. And they're able to then convince the victim to download software that gives them remote access to their computer. As I've shared, and this is no joke, my mom got a warning. It was a pop-up ad. Okay, as she was browsing the internet and it said your printer's broken call this number to fix it that was it mm-hmm. she picks up the phone she calls the number next thing you know she's on the phone with a man in India and the computer starts moving on its own she'd given him enough information to start moving around the computer and you go how did that happen mom I don't know it said the printer's broken no did you try to print something no how do you know it's broken? And, you know, she hasn't done that. Now she's afraid to leave the house. So, wow. you know, there's <laughs> one extreme to the other. There's one extreme to the other. And, uh, and she's very aware to not click on anything. And she's had a pretty good run. And even you heard the other day she called me because she was afraid she was getting Instagram yeah. DMs. She was getting requests. And I said, it's fine. That's how Instagram <laughs> yeah, works. You don't have to leave the house in order to get spammed. It comes to you. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a frightening time. And, and I think we've got to be vigilant if we have some understanding of this to talk to the elderly people in our lives and say, hey, listen. Don't do anything other than, you know, look at your YouTube videos or whatever you want to do on there. Don't even do that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) These phantom hacker scams are pretty elaborate. So once they get into the victim's machine, they quote unquote prove that they're susceptible and convince them to hand over their banking information. And then once they have their banking information, they convince them or they call they call back uh, as a member, as a, as a representative from the bank saying, transfer all your money into this account to keep it safe. And then they'll have another callback claiming to be someone from a government agency wow. legitimizing the scam. So it's a three-pronged scam mm. that people are falling for. That's so shady, man. Well, thank you for sharing that. Take note. It's still happening. And we wonder who's even answering these spam calls. I suppose a lot. That's why our phones keep yeah. blowing up. Kenny, what else do you have? Well, speaking of senior citizens, Dorothy Hoffner from Ottawa, Illinois. She's 104 years old, and she just went skydiving. The skydiving company that facilitated her jump is trying to get her recognized as the oldest person to go uh, tandem skydiving. The official record was set by 103-year-old Swedish skydiver Ruth Larsson in 2022. So what the skydiving company is doing is providing evidence of the jump to the Guinness Book of World Records to try to get her as the official record holder. Right now it's in limbo. Can you imagine a 104-year-old woman making a landing after skydiving and then her phone rings and she hands over all her bank account information? <laughs> I mean, this is the world we're in. That'd be insane. This is why we got to protect. But yeah, that our is the world we're in. Elderly people, 
Yes, Kenny, what else do you have? Congratulations to her. And yes. also to Frank Sagona, 45-year-old from Colorado. He just broke the Guinness World Record for the most chin-ups in one hour. He managed 1,010, oh. breaking the previous record of 993, which is a record that stood since 2011. Mm-hmm. I oh. got two. That's it. That's a one- Two. That's it. I'm at 30 assisted. Okay. So I got I got about 50 pounds of weight on there. It helps lift me up. It's cool. There Feels you go. like I'm flying. You're doing it. Yep. He said it was the ultimate test of strength and mind over matter, and he dedicates his achievement to his friend who just passed away. But he helped him start training for this record three years ago. Kenny, thanks for keeping us somewhat informed. That's what's happening. 